Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Velkommen til uh, Cartoon Casual Podcast. That was not that was not funny. I I wasn't even trying to be funny. I was just trying to be more uh, eclectic. Is okay, that the, good. Is that the right term? Yeah. Which actually that reminds me. So I started rewatching Frasier. You mentioned that earlier. Which is today. Such a fucking funny show. I it actually holds up. Like just like many things that quote unquote hold up to time. The fashion, the hairstyle, stuff like that. Doesn't really hold up, but, but it's good writing. But the it's great, fucking great ride right off the bat. The pilot episode is funny. I'm like twelve episodes deep in the first season, and shit is just still really funny. And it's kind of nice for spoiler alert for any of you people that haven't seen a show, or haven't watched any of a show that's been around for twenty five years. Um, uh, Daphne and the the whole Daphne and Niles thing. Uh, from the very get go. It's nice to know how the show, ele- you know, the fucking thing went 11 seasons. A lot of shows back then actually went that long, had that long of a run. They just, I, I think that they're just, well, you had, because I I like to think it's because you only had ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Yeah. Then you had your other cable channels that weren't necessarily, they didn't have shows. They had educational stuff. So you had your Discovery Channel, the Learning Channel. You know, the History Channel that showed actual things about learning, things about history, and things about discovery, as opposed to John and Kate plus eight and other horse shit. What year did Fraser come uh, out? 93. Yeah, it ran from 93 to 2004. Okay. Which is fucking amazing. Uh, But yeah, like knowing, know, seeing that first episode within 10 minutes into the first episode, you know, season, season one, episode one, seeing Niles meet Daphne for the first time and he just kind of loses his shit and he, and he yes he does he, he, that I, I I forgot about the first like I said first 10 minutes of the pilot episode is Niles just being a normal human being and then Daphne enters the picture and her, he is so enamored with her and so just like it just shook him up so much he's uh this spastic neurotic mess because of her and I love that I fucking dig that uh because I'm kind of like that Shit kind of blew my mind, and especially to think I like how you, how you know how things are going to end up. Now you just want to see the story. That's why I'm okay with certain things. Like I, I'm okay knowing the ending of it because I want to see how the story plays out. So you're watching it. It's on Netflix now or something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or? yeah, it's okay. on Netflix. I think it's okay. on Netflix for like ever. Oh, I think it's one of those shows. It's like Friends and uh, like all that that Thursday night lineup. Yeah, uh, it was, from it was, the nineties. It was big, which was probably Cheers. I'm guessing somewhere in there. Also. Um, that was eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, oh, cheers. cheers. There was no overlap. Cheers ended, and then the next year, Fraser started. Okay. I read up on this because I'm a giant nerd. Okay. Um, also, uh, Kelsey Grammer is one of the only. He's him and Matt Dillon, the guy that played the Matt Dillon character on Gunsmoke, are the only two people in the history of television, not in the U.S., but the history of television in the world, to play the same character for over 20 years. Hmm. 1982 to 2004, he played Fraser Crane. 
Wow. That's fucking nuts to think about that. I didn't realize Cheers ran that long. I remember, I I just kind of always remember my yeah, folks Cheers watching Cheers. Yeah, Cheers uh, But Cheers ran until 90, 92, and then the next year is when Fraser started in 93. That's uh, that's crazy to me. And, and having seen all of those episodes and reruns and whatnot, and I can remember watching the uh the cheers uh ending special did you watch that like the last were you a cheers fan were yes you one of those no guys? no i watched them i i don't recall the ending episode but i do remember i probably saw all of them i don't i don't, I don't remember exactly what happened on the last episode i do know that before the last episode aired they did a one-hour special with the cast yes, talking about you know the 10 years that they'd spent together and the ups and downs and um uh uh, uh Shelly Long is that her name? Yeah, Shelly Long yep. did not like Kirstie Alley, in and that's real life. In real like, life, they yeah. didn't get along. But then again, nobody liked Kirstie Alley. Yeah, she's a bitch. You know what? She's the only person. She, Kirstie Alley is the only actor from Cheers that was alive because Coach uh, Nick. Uh, what's a? I can't remember his name. The co- Coach. Yes. Remember the Coach? He was their bar back before. It was Sam Malone's coach. Yes. Right. Yes. He died. You know, he died in like the mid '90s. So he never, he never made a a cameo on appearance on on Frasier. Everybody else did except for um, Kirstie Alley. And there, you know, her reason behind it because she was a bitch. Kind of worse than that. <laughs> well, if she was just a bitch and said, "I don't like any of those people," I did that for the paycheck. I would respect it more than her actual reason. And she said, "Her actual reason is she did not. She did because she's a Scientologist." <laughs> She doesn't want to promote psychiatry or be on a show that promotes psychiatry. Oh, God. Wow. For those of you that don't recall. It's a comedy show, isn't it? It's a comedy. Huh. But if you guys don't remember, uh, Fraser Crane, Dr. Fraser Crane is a psychologist, and he has a radio show. And she would not be on the show because she wouldn't be on the TV show because of that. Yes, caller, I'm listening. What he would say was something, something, I'm listening. Yes, caller, I'm listening. I loved it. This is Dr. Fraser Crane, and I'm listening. I forget. Did he have a regular practice? Also, was it his main income was uh, the show? He did later on. Him and his oh, he, he and his brother had one later. Later seasons oh, had, had right. a practice later on. But the radio show was like the the major the driving force. It was him and uh, him and Lilith. You know, uh, BB New Earth. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, had the kid Frederick. Yes. Which. It's all ringing, just bring, coming, bringing back is, memories. Is now. it coming back to you? Yeah, yeah. slowly. It's funny, like I, like I said, like I watched an episode right before I came out here, and uh, his it was right when he got picked up to do sponsorships. Yes, and yes. like be spokesperson, and all that stuff. And his agent said, uh, "Do you not understand the big word of tuition? Do you understand? Do you have any idea how much tuition is going to cost in 2010 when Frederick is old enough to?" Go to college, and I'm just thinking, Jesus Christ, this is an old show. <laughs> in 2010, because I'm sure in 1993 when that aired, people were like, 2010, that's like 50 years from now. Yeah, it seemed like it's way in forever. It was literally seven years ago. Anyway. God, it rings back bells. Rings back bells. Rings bells, too, about uh, being where I was in 1999 when the new year yeah. rang into 2000, and people were all freaked out. Where were that. you for that one? It was a um, it was a clubhouse specifically where I was was a like, cl- a, like no girls allowed kind of clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a fort, tree fort. It was a fort. It was Fort Kickass. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, a lot of subdivisions we would call them. I don't know if you guys call those in Ohio too. You'd have newer developments called subdivisions. They don't have newer developments in Ohio. 
Okay. So I'm, I'm um, kidding. I yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So these, you have a subdivision a that has make, like a make a mansions and shit yes. going on there. Oh yeah. And they have, they have clubhouses next to the uh, be a pool and ten, couple Wait, couple tennis courts, right? That kind of thing. So uh, you was lived in, in one of these communities? I did. Jesus Christ, Paul. It was bad. I'm so glad you, you like you've grown so much since 1999. <laughs> the I suburbs. That. It was uh, lived in a couple of those. It was, uh, but then but this one wasn't mine. It was someone else's clubhouse, and I can't remember if it was a really fancy, super fancy uh, condos or houses at this point, but there were some of them that were, I mean, they were really kind of nice. Some of them were well-maintained. Anyway, so this was a clubhouse that the person who we knew lived there, I guess, and rented it out for that night. You know, we had a big party there, and uh, all of my standard friends, we had 30, 40, 50 people, and it was a big 1999 party. Had Bunch of music, a good sound system. Didn't have like a professional DJ, but just had our own music, and uh, waited for the lights to go out or something at midnight. You know, so the world would catch on fire. Fail and yeah. something. Just nothing really happened. No, at all. Uh, I can tell you, I was in Vegas. I was with Linda, actually, the mm-hmm. uh, Porsche's mom. And uh, and how old are you then? Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I was eighteen. I, you I guys graduated. expecting something to happen, like something weird? Yeah, big, yeah. Lights we, to go we, out. Kind of were. Dim, yeah. Now we, I don't know. It was uh, it was it was weird because we weren't twenty one and we couldn't go and party or anything like that. Um, and Linda, we like we had just found out within weeks. We had just found out, you know, Linda was pregnant with Portia, so she wouldn't have been partying anyway. And we went up there to hang out with our friends who had moved from Kingman up there. It's like it was like the the dad and then a couple of his kids were good friends with us, good good friends of ours, and. Uh, <clears throat> we were hanging out and uh, literally nothing happened except the power flickered, which was enough. That was enough. And that what was if one that of, was someone did that on purpose. No, it was actually ended up being a, it was a system like power glitch. Uh, it was, it was a computer glitch because of the Y2K okay. issue, but it was only, I mean, I mean, they, they literally only flickered. It was like off for half a second and came back on. But for a half a second is enough for your body to go, oh, shit, what happened? Which is funny because that's what the whole entire movie Office Space was based around, that company that was those guys to, uh, to take handle the, the in, 2000 case switch. In a tech. In, in a tech. Yeah, in yes. a tech. Did you notice the, the sculpture in front? Speaking of sculpture and art, which we may talk about later, the sculpture in front of no one knows that I caught this, and none of my my smartest friends didn't catch this. But if you, as people were parking their cars and walking into the door of Inatech, you couldn't see the door, but you saw the front of the building. Right, right, right. You probably don't remember what the sculpture was. I don't remember, but no I one, wonder. no one does. But uh, I, I saw this. That's I, why I remember. I went, oh, that's funny. And what it is is a is a huge uh, a circle, like a big donut shaped sculpture, like a big okay. concrete thing, probably twenty feet in diameter, ten feet in diameter. So that's a round hole. It's a big square peg. Oh, I like going it. into the round hole. Oh, a little bit of a visual joke. I saw there. that and I went, "That's funny." Square peg in a round hole. I and like my buddy it. Andy was one of the smartest guys back east. I went, "Hey, man, did you catch that? What? The sculpture? No, what? I'll look at that again." But you know, we saw the movie. Someone bought it, rented it, whatever. And yeah, square peg in a round hole. Funny. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. So, what's the music we're listening to tonight, Paul? What have we listened to so far? Do you recall yet? Early on, it was uh, David. Um, yeah, what was the jazzy jazz oh we were listening God, to? God damn it. Down. You can't remember shit Here's tonight. what's happened so far. That Joe has been here for a couple hours. We've been talking about, yeah, I remember this, and that person did this. Who's and that one guy? We, we never, to... ever, neither one of us got the names of anybody ever, not even one name so far. 
trying Sasha to Baron Cohen. I came up with the name did, Sasha Baron Cohen that was, for that whatever was reason, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. I couldn't remember Roger Taylor. Roger Taylor, the drummer of Queen, and also one of the vocalists and the guitarist Queen. from the Queen. No, one of the uh, Roger Taylor is, is drummer. Different of person Queen. is uh, Duran Duran. Roger Taylor. It was Roger Taylor. Yeah. Different guy. Uh, I couldn't remember his name. Couldn't even do it. John Deacon couldn't remember his name. Just fucking terrible. Just just sucking dick at remembering anything today. Well, you have Lou Reed. Lou Reed is one of the. Uh, but the person coming. Who was you it? said? Hey man, I should put on some music. Lou Reed, Transformer. Now. And so I did. Uh, for whatever reason, I've just been listening to a lot of Lou Reed. Yeah. I it's, I think it's because I can sing along. We, we and and I I just I grew up with that stuff. And it's Lou Reed's solo stuff is just kind of it's very soothing, especially it's, transformed. It's the whole comforting album. to you. It's it is like it, putting it, on it's a comforting. nice old shoe. That's like a fits. nice old shoe. Sorry, Lou Reed. That's disrespectful, but it's the that's way true, it though. feels. It's true though. Uh, there and now we got uh, Velvet Underground and Nico. Yeah, which. And I still can't remember the first person that was um, David uh, David Beckham. Nope. Jazz David Beckham's greatest jazz hits. No. Wow. <laughs> you know what? We should have a Does movie. Does he have night. a man bun? Do you see those fake man buns Jesus that were out there? Do you see that? Can we stop calling a man buns? Can we just call it a bun? I, I just that's I, all I, it is. I, I, I don't call it a man bun. I didn't start it. Guys, yeah, but let but it's we can end it. Just call it a bun. bun. It's fucking stupid. Don't call it a man bun. Okay, thank you. People are being dumb calling it. You're not dumb, but people are being dumb calling it a man bun. Okay. I'm, I because, but here's the thing. Every time I hear somebody say man bun, I just want to, like if I see a woman wearing a bun, I go, oh, look, it's a woman bun. <laughs> see how ridiculous <laughs> you're, that you're sounds? You're trying to not give a, a, a bun a gender. Yeah, because I mean, should not have a gender. It's like a, I got a guy. There's a I got a guy. Now there's a guy that I work with, uh, Anthony, at the hospital. Mm-hmm. He has a top knot. He he doesn't do the bun, but he he's trying to grow his hair out, but it's not quite long enough to tie all the way back mm-hmm. at work because we have that's a that is a rule now. We have to all the anybody who has long hair has to tie their hair back. That's like you're so not gonna, his like is, ponytail. His, his is not quite long enough to stretch from the front to the back of his head, mm-hmm. so he has it up on top. <laughs> And it's funny because I don't know what all nationalities are mixed into his blood, but he's definitely ambiguous. Uh, maybe I know there's some Filipino in there because we've talked about Filipino food. And he but he's also he, got darker skin, so like, I wonder if maybe there's some black in there. I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I called him Top Knot, and he fucking squinted his eyes, and I'm like, that's racist. He's like... Dude, I'm like five minorities rolled into one. I'm allowed to be. I'm allowed to squint my eyes. I'm like, I don't know about that, man. I don't that, know. That is that is funny. So anyway, um, Lou Reed. Yeah, David, somebody, some jazz standards guy from the '50s, white guy, glasses, horn rim glasses, white dude. David, some it's just like the oh, David whatever. Sedaris. No, no, he doesn't do jazz. Doesn't matter. But I was going to talk about. Uh, Oh, branding. I want to talk a little bit about, because people are trying to brand Kingman. Do you not want to? We can yeah. not talk about this if you don't want to. Well, I don't have a lot of, I mean, I don't have a lot of valid opinions on it. I do, but the opinions that I do have are kind of uh, inflammatory, so to speak. Well, so are some of mine. So, I mean, I don't, I kind of, I don't, I don't want to piss people off. We can kind of throttle a little bit. But sometimes if you, they, what is it you say? Uh, if you're not pissing people off, maybe you're not. Doing a good job, right? You're gonna, you can't please everybody, right? So, so for the the thing is, is that uh, I don't know if there's enough people that listen to this podcast that are outside of the Kingman area, but for for roughly uh, you know 130 years ish, 
Kingman has kind of had an image problem because it didn't really have an image. It used to be a railroad town, and then it kind of, it still kind of is, but not like it used to be. Yes, uh, it was. There were at one point in time, uh, I and I think it might. I think it was Jim Hinckley that told me this, but and he would know, so I believe him. In anything he says about history of Kingman, uh, that there were more illegitimate businesses that were that there were legitimate businesses that there were fronts for the mafia in the fifties and sixties, forties, fifties, and sixties. Because of our close proximity to Las Vegas, okay, there were more illegitimate businesses in in Kingman than legitimate. I believe it because they were all just fronts. There was nothing. There were empty buildings with signs on the front of them that were never open, and they just used them as just on paper, just a yeah. place on paper. Yeah, uh, and and that's he said that that contributed to um, downtown Kingman going downhill essentially. Okay, and becoming uh, uh, becoming just kind of. <sighs> home to vagrants and and whatnot so it's kind of because of that i guess that could be the if we'll just take that as a fact and i believe that to be true so that could be some of the struggles over the years off and on that kingman's had because it's never really had a solid it started out perhaps solid image yeah Yeah. uh and, and it you know and kingman wasn't any there was nothing different about kingman in the route 66 heyday mm hmm because it was just like every other town on on Route 66, and they benefited from that because you didn't have, or you had these towns that they needed gas stations, they needed drive up motels, they needed restaurants, you know, all the things that travelers on a road trip on the people are know, passing on, through yeah. on America's Route 66. You know, they 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 needed that that stuff, but now you have the historical Route 66 crowd, which to be perfectly honest, I think you and I agree on this. Like that shouldn't be the only thing that we brand this town with. No, it should. It's okay to ride the the wave or ride what it is because it is what it is, and it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. There is some really cool shit associated with Route sixty six, yeah. um, like grapes of wrath. One of <laughs> which is funny because they did not go on Route sixty six in grapes of wrath at all. You mean to film it? You mean no? Like in the book to actually do it? You mean. Yeah, like in the book, I'm okay. fairly certain. Like the in the movie, they the, did the Okies. They 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 were on Route 66 for like very little time because didn't they take the northern route uh, and drop down? I, in I the remember Central the actual, Valley. The actual I don't think mo- they went through the desert in the actual movie. There was a there was a 10 oh. second clip oh. of where it says Kingman, Arizona, when they're when they're driving through the black and white movie with interesting. Okay, with what's his face and oh my god, and the other guy Holden Caulfield. I don't know. I don't remember. That's kidding. That's Charlie Chaplin, I think he was. Oh, I think maybe, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely Charlie Chaplin was in there. I can't believe I fucking said Holden Caulfield. And this is where uh, Jasmine, hi, hi, Jasmine, shout out to you. Who speaks French, what just found out last night. Which is pretty awesome. Not going to lie, yeah. it was kind of hot. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, God damn it. Were you there last night? We were talking about. Uh, I was there last. By, by the way, this is the day after And thank you for putting that on and inviting me to come to your home. I really appreciate that. Well, you know, it's sometimes it's rough doing the cleanup because you don't know how to use a toilet and stuff. So, like, I, I, I don't inviting to you to my home. Yeah. You made it sound like a big deal. Like I'm this recluse. It's like, <laughs> no, no, here I don't. We, I don't have see a wild Joe. I don't. As you as you know, I have very limited, very limited family, and uh, and uh, and I wasn't going to be traveling going in anywhere there. And so here I am. And I knew I was probably going to end up going to your house. And I, but I just appreciate it because it's nice to go oh, someplace. Man. My pleasure. And and, and it, eat turkey and imbibe this. La- as of last week, it's officially been 20 years I've lived uh, out here in the desert. Okay. And uh, from the get-go, I went from being around mom, stepdad, two brothers, 
um, say total uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, maybe eighteen people. So we're talking talk about so we'll say twenty five people that are blood family. I went from that to being sixteen and having my dad and my grandpa five hours away. Right. That's it. So for years, I've always uh, hosted to satisfy my own lack of family life and a little bit of loneliness to satisfy that. But also, like I, you, you as you go through life, you meet people, and uh, there was a there's a lot of people that were in the same situation as myself, where they had limited or no family, or they had family around that were just shit bags and I didn't want to be around them. And that's when I kind of started doing the Kingman Misfits Christmas uh, party on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was that actually started as uh, at right after uh, Porsche's mom and I divorced, or after we split up, uh, because Christmas Eve was a bigger deal to her and her family, and Christmas Day was always the big thing for for me and my family out growing up. So it just worked out perfectly. So Christmas Eve, I didn't have Porsche. Christmas Day, I did. So when we started splitting up the holidays like that, I started throwing parties on Christmas Eve, and I haven't I, like this year is going to be the first year that I. Don't throw one because I'm just not going to be here because we're going to be in Ohio. That's right, in Ohio, yeah. So uh, that's, uh, but but anyway, but that's why I also do the Thanksgiving thing every time that I can, because there are, there are people that don't um, they don't have a lot of family. Like right. uh, everybody that was there yesterday at my house, either the only family they have is their spouse, or the family that they do have nearby are assholes. Trying to think because I don't. I'm. I know who was there, but I'm just. Well, Charlie. To... Well, Charlie and Lisa. Yeah. Charlie's dad lives in in Florida. His mom has passed. Lisa's mom was with us, and her dad is. She doesn't talk to her dad. Right. Then you've got uh, you know just you can just run down the fucking list of people. Sure. You know. Um. You your sister's in Texas, right? Yeah, and we don't. Really and Alice speak is in... a lot. Yeah, and Alice had a good friend of hers. Um. Who, and they would, they went out to eat at a, at a fancy restaurant. They went to some really nice restaurant. See, and my dad and I used to do that. You know what we used to do just to be fucking dicks? What's that? We, for a couple years there at Thanksgiving, we went to Subway and got turkey sandwiches. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking more of an actual like a nice white tablecloth. No, no, you know. Oh, my God. Tablecloths? Oh, my stars. Did they have some of them cloth napkins? They I heard about did. them places. Mm-hmm. But yes, I've I've done that before too. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I, Portia was out of town with uh, her mom and stepdad, and I, I was with a woman at the time, and said, "Do you want to just go to a nice restaurant?" So we went to Vegas and ha- sat down and had a steak dinner, and it was like two hundred fifty dollar dinner for two people. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know. I and I've done that. I've done that. I I, I don't know. I kind of like that. If you have nothing else, yeah. If you got nothing else going on, you've got to go. Yeah, or something like but that. But I was I was stoked to make a. Uh, Found that big ass turkey. That was 20, a, one of the biggest turkeys I've seen in a long 22 fucking time. Twenty two pounds, man. Twenty two point one two pounds. It took every bit of five hours to cook that bitch, and <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, it was good. It was really it was good. So big, but it was good. And my God, everybody, everybody showed up. Twenty two people was the final count. That was that. Twenty two people came in and ate. That's he, not counting Tim and Katie and his, and 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 his kids. Yeah, because they just came in and hung out. They kind of breezed in, they, yeah, they, out. yeah, for you know half Had hour, a beer, or so. yeah, yeah, and just hung out. But like twenty two people eating, and I realized that I, while uh, three hundred sixty four days a year, I th- I look at my silverware drawer and go, why the fuck do I have all this silverware? One day out of the year, I go, oh my god, I did you see Portia after she ate 
her food, she went and got, she found other people that weren't using their silverware and washed it and set it aside. And then more people were able to eat. Yeah. Not with their hands. Oh, yeah. That was bad. Well, I remember when I told you not to buy yeah, plastic silverware I agree because that it's I, kind of tack, tack, tack free. It's tacky. You know, it's tack, but what is tackless? It's, it's, it's tacky as shit to have somebody sit down and have a nice, like all this nice homemade food and use plastic flatware. Yeah, it is. It you is. know, it's tackier than that. Eating ham with your hands because you don't have any fucking flatware. <laughs> I felt like such an asshole. But anyway, okay. Yeah. No, it was that good, we went off off the rails on that one. So branding, Kingman branding. So Kingman is in a transitional phase, and it has been for about ever. F- nah, it's been about fifteen years or so. Was it fifteen years ago? Yeah, about fifteen years. And it and it's kind of started with the housing bubble and people, real estate agents, marketing this town as. Hey, California is expensive, but we're kind of close by, so you could buy shit here cheap, mm-hmm. uh, live here for cheap, and and go back and visit your family that still chooses to live in California. I shit you not, that's how they build this stuff. Okay, but then the bubble burst, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. So then you had all these like medium size to upper medium size houses, most of them empty now or still. But we tried. There was no. They were, they tried to do some branding. Hey, let's do some tourism this and tourism that. And it it, it it's just there's no. Well, the, and the people they never I, did it. I've been to every city council meeting in the last year almost. Almost every single one. Not almost. From when I started going, I have not missed one. Right. I haven't even been out of town. It's been damn near two years, I think. Yeah. So, um, and I've been to other meetings concerning downtown issues and things like that. And I belong to this one uh, Main Street uh, placement group. And there's seems to be discussion that happens on a semi regular basis of branding came in. You know, is it a is it a cowboy town? Is it a mining town? Is it railroad? Is it aviation? I'm gonna say no, it's not. We had a big fucking thing here during World War Two, but it was because of the war. But it wasn't the only one and it wasn't yeah. even a major training yeah. center. Yeah, it, it, so I, so it wasn't like, eh, yeah, it happened, it was a big deal, but no one really was into it. Uh, you know, it's just just it happened. Right. You know? And so in the mine, I guess periodically closes down and opens back up the main uh, copper mine uh yeah i mean now kingman is already when it comes to the mining front it's already kind of marketed well uh with turquoise because kingman turquoise is internationally renowned for its quality and its color it is and 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 brilliance and all that other shit so 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 you don't have to brand that like all right so here's here's my so i there have been marketing groups that have tried to brand professionally brand kingman you know kingman needs a brand in other words and i understand the the idea behind it because if we we whoever we is the city and people enough people to come together and go yeah that's going to be this is going to be the brand and then the theory being people get behind it and people kind of come together and put their energy into that brand and make it something that people can come off the highway for and pull over and take pictures and other than route 66 and right that, that's another brand too. be want a brand which is where i route uh, 66 only and you've been here for longer than i have and i've it's okay, but I've had enough of it now. But I yeah, live here, I, I, well, so, so you don't want to step on too many toes. I I agree with you on the Route 66 thing. It shouldn't be the be all end all of promotions and branding because you've got a solid, I don't know, sixty percent. Just to throw it out there, a whole bunch of people that don't give a shit about Route 66 because they were born in. From nineteen, say we'll say six, nineteen sixty-five, and 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 younger, right? 
Nobody cares. They right. don't care. They don't. Except, because Route 66 isn't a thing to them. It's nothing. No, it's not. But I would. I don't know it, how many. The Europeans. The, oh, Europe, it's huge. the Europeans, it's a huge thing. And we should continue to market that because they are a driving a driving force when yeah. it comes to uh, and, economy and, on Route 66. And Kingman is on that song, obviously. And I think that people that come through from Europe or they're just not from here or not even close to Route 66 are going to come through and they're going to buy something with Route 66 stuck right, on it. Right. And hopefully with Kingman on it cuz they're going that's how they're going to that's part of the gig. You're talking about demographics and yeah. it's it's Europeans, I shouldn't say Europeans, non non-US citizens. Yes. And if they are that are buying the Route 66 stuff and buying into all that stuff, which it is cool, I think it's cool, you think it's cool, but it 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 it's not the only thing right it's not the only thing that we should be branding and in other words it's the all- other demographic that is into that is our, our I, I i'm trying to think of the best way to wrap this up like to, to sum it up but like the corvette owners don't piss S- anybody off joe i'm i'm saying f- f- 60 let's say 65 and older crowd mm-hmm they're like, well, God damn it, what? I don't understand. What This is a Route 66 town. It'll always be a Route 66 town. Yeah, except the amount of people that are alive that remember Route 66 in its heyday are starting to die. They are, so they're, you can't. They're, they're gone. And it's not like the. It, it's not like it's an oral tradition that needs to be passed down. It's not like a language that's dying out because nobody wants to speak it anymore. It's, it's literally just outmoded. I-40 came through and bypassed it, and it killed towns just like it kind of killed a bit of that tourism thing. So you have to continue but it'll, to promote that. But what but it'll always be va- a thing. And if Jim Hinckley were here right now, we'd want to say, Hey, this is, he does, he does a tremendous job. I, th- I think Jim Hinckley would agree with me on that. And he goes, it can't be the only thing, but it should be one of the things. Yes. That's, and when, when we were at that uh, council meeting, uh, two council meetings ago, and the woman spoke, oh, we need to figure out a way to brand with this. I, who was it? Uh, uh, I can't. Oh I, I know her name. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to piss anybody off. And I don't oh, want her yeah. to. She was, she'll uh, she'll, she'll about, yeah. come up to me and just be like, rap, 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 and I'll tell her to get in her fucking Because then they were talking about this lizard because people say people think we're trying to brand the town with this concrete lizard. No, it's just a piece of art, people. That's and all also, it is. For anybody out there who wants to get uh, uh, the people that. Okay, be careful. Let's tread lightly so we can keep talking about this. The people that think that that $10,000 came out of a city budget are the same people that don't know how to listen to podcasts. So whatever I say is not going to be that big of a that's deal. That's fine. And I believe that, and this that's, was, that's, and someone that, could correct us if we're wrong, but I think it was allotted during the last cycle. And I it was think. a grant. It was an art and public spaces grant. It's a yeah. federal fucking grant. It wasn't, it was it's a federal grant. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. It was, it was, it's, it, it is tax dollars. It's somebody's dollars. Sure. But it's not dollars that can be allocated to fixing the roads, fixing the sidewalk, paying, right. Paying people other than the artist, like that's that's because it's what you see all all the time on for that. on social network. It's anytime something like that comes up, it's like, well, it's great. Now Travator Road's fucked up still. Why don't you put that in there? Shut the fuck up. Right. You have no idea so, how city economics works, and it's and it's easy to sit back and criticize. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Criticize, criticize, criticize. Remember that from Django when they're they're all hooded and they're ready to go down for the raid. Oh man! And they can't see fucking shit in this. Can't thing. see shit. My wife was up all night, and all I get is criticize, criticize. No one's saying your wife did a bad job. You appreciate what Jenny did. What Jenny did. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! I can't see a fucking thing. 
Oh God, it was so. It's the raid, God damn it! I remember dying of laughter. It was, it, you know, who, do you know who I saw that movie with? It I was, was in this theater in Kingman. What, I think I saw it with 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 Carmela from Sirens. I think right she on. and I went and saw that movie. We were rolling, and people were thinking there's something that's wrong with us because it, it was funny. There's a ton of funny things like yeah. the, like a lot of the blood and stuff. Yes. That's what Quentin Tarantino does. He makes people. He makes you want to laugh at things that are you're not supposed to laugh at. <laughs> Dave Diaz and I did that. We went there. It was Christmas. To uh, see Django. It was Christmas night. It was yeah. opening day, and <laughs> it was like after we opened up presents and after I <laughs> had to teach uh, Bo and Tyson how to put together their telescope because neither one of them would figure it out. Oh god! It was like you people are a couple of the smartest people I know. Bo, you're super fucking handy. Your dad single handedly built every home he's ever lived in, and you can't put together a goddamn telescope. And Ty's like, "Well, Joe, why don't you just show us how it's done?" I'm like, "All right, fucking step aside, motherfuckers." Oh, they but Tom we, Sawyered you? Yeah, they did Tom Sawyer me. They definitely Tom Sawyered me. <laughs> just, Portia did that to me yesterday too. Did she really? Yeah, you commented on it. Oh, she talked. Look at that. She talked. Really, Tom. Oh yeah, what was that? Oh, was it making the truffles? Yeah, it was the truffles. Yeah, it was definitely the truffles. No, it was the 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 pasties. The um, oh yeah yeah yeah, the uh, pumpkin pasties. Which I never got one, by the way. Yeah, I know nobody did. I I I kept. Oh, that's right. They went. I kept aside two, and hid them. I hid them in my bookcase. Bullshit. Ed and I ate them last night after everybody was fuck gone. You, dude. <laughs> we had fuck you. There were there was plenty of there was plenty of filler. There was plenty of filler. You could have gotten more pie crust and made. I some actually more. have two more pie crusts, so I can make as many as you saw. What do I have? Nine. Please make some. I'm, I'm no, like I, to have. No, I have. I have, fuck. I fuck. Calm down. I will. <laughs> Those were meant to go to the um, the hospital. You didn't tell us why they were manufacturing them in the sweatshop of your house. <laughs> Did you eat turkey? Did you have ham? I'm just. Did you have some some just, some dressing? I gotta complain about something. Did, did you get a little fucked up? I'm gonna complain about. Did you get a little about, bit too drunk to help me move the coffee table and almost fall down? Yes, you did. Did you have a good time? Uh, I did yes. not almost fall. Yes, who, who you almost? What? Yes, you did. Paul Arnold Gaines. Oh my gosh! No one's called me that in a while. Yeah. Uh huh. I'll use the dad voice on somebody 20 years older than me. I swear <laughs> to Christ, I'll do it. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I said that shit to Portia. And she's like, "Don't do that." I'm very thankful. For uh, the meal I had. I, I'm very thankful that I was smart enough to hide two of those pasties. No, there were two that broke open that didn't get sealed up very well, and they were kind of ugly, and Porsche's like, don't, I don't want to take those. They don't look nice. Right. So I kept those. Originally, what I wanted to do was cut them up into smaller pieces so everybody could try them, and I forgot that I hid them on the bookshelf. <laughs> the bookshelf. So then uh, I was telling Ed, you know, it was like, because no one's going to go like, and look at books and read. It was like 11, right? <laughs> Bunch of, well, especially since it was the, the ones that are hanging on the wall. Yeah. And it was the top one, the top, one of the top ones mm -hmm. where like I couldn't, even, you couldn't see them. You could be six feet tall. Well, I'm glad you, were, you remember them because it could have been weeks from now and you forgot. Months. You know, it could have been months yeah, or years. Like, oh my gosh. No, what it was, uh, Ed, Ed's like, uh, yeah, uh, Dre said you brought in some like, Bunch of food and some pumpkin pasties. Where's the pa How come I missed those? And like, oh wait, hang on, I got two of them. And I reach up to the bookshelf and he goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Okay, uh, again, uh, help back on branding. Is that? You know, we're talking about branding. 
in Route 66. Oh, at the the city council meeting, the woman stood up and she goes, we need to decide if we're a cowboy town. If we're a Route 66 town, if we're a railroad town, yes, I remember she or if saying, we want to do something else, and I and I just wanted desperately wanted to shout, why can't we be all of those things? Well, you can. This you, is what I'm getting at. You really can. Okay, this, this is exactly what I'm getting at because I've been to to review one more time. I've been through a lot of city council meetings and a lot of other meetings, and people have other opinions about branding or whatever term you want to call it. And I thought, I think I've made my decision on this. And I have another thought too, an actual an actual thing that could be kind of cool. But because um, everybody has their opinion on cowboy, mining, Route 6, whatever, airport, all this stuff like that. I'm going, no one can really pick one. You want to know why? Because they can't because not one sticks out solidly than the others. Because it's been, it could be a, uh, it could be a mafioso uh, a front, uh, uh, front town for whatever. Yeah, I mean, a, a little, <laughs> um, like a small mafia museum would actually, I think, go over really well in this town. And you could just talk about... Oh, that the what? What was the Front Street, which was uh, which is Andy Devine used to be called Front Street. Okay, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Front Street. God damn it! Front Street Pasta Company. It was something like kind of a little bit pasta. I shit you not. I think it was Front Street Pasta <laughs> Company was one of the name of one of those front okay. businesses, and yeah. it was so fucking funny. This is at the Mojave County Museum. If you ever like, if if you like history, and I, like me, I, I like to know the history of the area that I live in. Like I, I, I like, I just like that history, and I like to know about the stuff. So I've I've gone to the Mojave County Museum four or five times since I've lived here. It's not a lot of new stuff. It's a lot of dusty stuff. That's but funny. It's a museum. It's, it's not a lot of new stuff. Really, Joe? It's a fucking museum. Oh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> I mean, there are exhibits mean, not don't new change. Stuff coming not in. a lot of new gotcha. stuff gets. I gotcha. History is constantly being made, Gaines. <laughs> By Jesus. those that win the war and write the books. Oh, my God. Okay, so so there's that. Or we could just be, let's just celebrate the corruption in this town. <laughs> 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 it, is it, we need to decide if we're a corruption town, a cowboy town. We need to figure out if we're a mining, corruption town, a mining town, if we're a racist town. <laughs> are we a sundown town? Are we a meth town? Are we an opioid Chinese crisis railroad town? town. The Chinese be. railroad town, like, is it a place to get egg drop soup? Like, <laughs> what kind of town? People, what kind of town? And people are getting frustrated because they want this branded. Okay, so, so in therefore... Because of all these things I've heard, all this crap, and going, nope, it doesn't need to be branded one way or the other. That's it. It needs to be branded. We're going to call it eclectic. Exactly, I guess. So, so what should happen is, and we can go, we can take a break and talk about this. But if you have some kind of piece of art representing, or the museum, or display, or somewhere out of the park, or some other city area that has some piece representing something like this. Someone decided this, and people don't know the process of this lizard. This um, yeah, the Chuckwalla li- lizard. So it, it's ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. He's 000. a fairly well-known guy. Whatever. I know that people, no matter who the fuck you are, people are not going to like a piece of art. No matter if Rodan himself dropped fucking David off here. Seriously, the original David plopped him down in downtown. Wow, well, look at how small his little socialist dick is. Like, uh-huh. I guarantee you, somebody would fucking say that. <laughs> yes, and before long. You're gonna have to slap a Route 66 banner on it. And you're gonna, gonna have to, have to, to hang a Route 66 and banner off, it that of, way. off of David's wiener. Sorry, people. <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking funny. But that's yeah, true. It, it, that's I, true. People, I tell you, you, there is there. I do not like. I do not like some of the art, the local art that I've seen, where you just take something, 
Yeah. And hang a Route 66, whatever. I don't either. Now, I understand. But this Chuck Waller lizard, like, there's Chuck Walls around. They come out of my hangar all the time. It's like, it's actually only about, what is it? It's about 7,000 plus transport and setup. And set whatever. But you can move it. Yes. It's safe. And and uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce guy. Uh, oh, or, uh, d- d- uh, David. No. D- shit. Oh, now I feel like a dick. Because I, 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 I personally, like, I, I, I've never met the guy. I don't yeah. know much about him. But he he was very diplomatic when he was talking about yeah. how the, the the selection process. I kind of feel sorry for him in a way. Public art, really, because he, he's he has, getting, he's in an, in an unwinning position. Yeah, because he's no matter he's, what he does, he's getting crucified by whiny artists that didn't like that their shit wasn't picked. Right, and then one of the criteria was because it was going to be a public piece out in public where people are going to physically go up to it, touch it, could potentially sit on, stand on it. Kids, kids or people could potentially climb on it, fall into it, wreck into right. it with their bikes. It has to be so safe. That, so that's one of the criteria. Yeah, you Safe. Yeah. It has to be hardy. It has to be, uh, you know, it has you know withstand the elements. Right. Uh, it, it had uh, one of the one actually one of the criteria that he didn't say at the council meeting, but was on the list that I read later on was that it had to, it didn't it didn't need to be lighted like lit up. Did did not need to be. It did not need okay. to be like it, like natural lighting is fine, and at nighttime it also looks something. It looks nice without its own lighting. Because there's cost involved in maintenance and stuff with that, they they want as main, as as safe and as maintenance free as possible, but also mobile, so you can so you can you know obviously move it if if the need arises. And um, there's a whole process going through, and they, they awarded points. Yeah, it was it was, wait, it was, it was, it was weighted, weighted on weighted different point categories, and yeah. And they gave more. They gave weighted points to local artists. Yes. Unfortunately, the local artists that did submit things. It just wasn't. It didn't meet the criteria. It wasn't. It was sharp. It was, it was either too sharp, or there was too much maintenance involved, or um, it you know needed to be uh, illuminated. All these other things. And this guy was the best one. They narrowed it down. They did it in a very Josh Noble. Josh Noble. Jesus. Josh sorry, Noble. Sorry, Jesus. Sorry, Josh. If you ever listen to this, I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot your name. Um, but the thing was this is that also is that you how many people and I don't know these answers and, and some people listening to this are going to tell us is, is there a committee and who's on the committee see that's the big question it's all is a politics is it local politics I don't know if it's a committee that votes on I don't think things. it was local politics at all I think it really was the way he described it is there a was committee it, it was it was a committee and how many people up, and who was on the committee kind of thing people are gonna people are always asking questions now well, that's true I don't have a problem I, with this I'm, I'm just, just glad that it's a, they chose a chuck wall and not something stupid that's not native to this area like my one of my biggest pet fee, pet peeves and i think it's because like an opossum <laughs> right except that they're they, they live not here but not well, here. nearby right bullhead but anyway no like uh one of my biggest pet peeves i've lived in the desert 20 years i've been in kingman now and uh four or five years something like that in tucson when i was a kid there's there's two separate deserts in Arizona. Yes, they're very very different. The wildlife is different. The um the all the basically the flora and fauna is very different between the Sonoran Desert and the Mojave Desert. How many fucking saguaro cacti do you ever see in up here? In Naturally, none. none. There are there are a Zero. few. There are a few that people have transplanted yeah, up here, but they don't. Yeah, it's not a thing. It's not. And I I hate that that is that people use that shit. Like I've I. <laughs> It's funny because my mom's kind of the same way. She just get, she doesn't get uppity about it. She's just like that's stupid. Not too she, much part she of thing is dumb. Not not too much 
farther to the south here, you start seeing them on the road. Yeah, road. like about the, the dividing line is kind of like Burrow Creek. Like if yeah. you start heading, heading toward Then Phoenix. it starts showing up quite a bit. And, and, that's, and that's essentially, excuse me, essentially it's uh, once you get to, once your elevation gets down below about 2,000 feet and you get south of, of Wikiup, heading down on like 93. Yeah. That's when you start seeing more Joshua trees. And you start seeing um, see a lot of swaros, so a and a lot of swaros, right? And then you get down into the Sonoran Desert. That's your transition. So zone. your your point is all, so, a so my local point is that shows. I'm glad I'm glad that it wasn't something local, like a lo- like it wasn't some local art that that showed like a saguaro cactus or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. I realize that it, that it's on Arizona license plates and it's known that what always whoa, this used to infuriate me. The red Arizona license plates. You remember the old red ones yeah, with, the the, old, with the white letters? Classic car. And it has like the, no, nah, not the copper ones, but those are badass. I like that they're copper. No, these are red. Yeah, I mean, like you see them on old red. cars sometimes. People want to have the original looking. Oh, yeah yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a swirl cactus in the center. It says Grand Canyon State. Mm-hmm. Go, you should go up to the Grand Canyon and look for a swirl cactus. You're probably won't fucking gonna, find one. Not going to find nope. one. Really won't find one north of like Camp Verde. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't exist. Yeah. So that, so I'm glad that they chose a chuck wallow, which they're abundant. So there's almost as many uh, chuck walls as there are uh, tweakers and uh, opiate a- addicts. In yeah, this and, town. and so my thought when they when they chose it, they they see the three. They had one local one local artist, or was it two local artists? I think it one, was two local artists, or like one one really local artist, and then one artist that was from within like a hundred miles. But of here's here, what's I interesting. Think. Also, I don't know the process, and this has to do with. Um, what do you call it? When you acquire something, it's a, a term that the city doesn't have. Uh, Stealing. Yeah, that. Eminent domain. No. <laughs> if you uh, put out for bids or whatever, uh, requisition something? Uh, R- 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 I don't know the term. R-F-Q-R-O-A. It doesn't matter. But for example, I wonder if they if the city has, or they had this grant for $10,000, how does that information get out there? In other words... How does this? How did this person from California know how did about they find that? him? You're right. So, and, and, yeah. if there's not a good system to get the word out, then you're going to have only several people that submit something, maybe. And so, I, I don't know. It I don't could know very well be. I don't know. It I don't may, have a good answer. To it that. may not be a very efficient way the city does that. So, that perhaps might be my only complaint about it, because they had the money that well, was granted. To was them. that there wasn't enough out there? Because enough I mean, information to get out how do you how do you how i know at least five people in this town that are talented welders that could have put together some sort of a piece that could have been yeah. considered local art and, and maybe not it dangerous would, and maybe, maybe not, not dangerous pokey. it wouldn't be pokey it yeah. wouldn't be sharp it wouldn't require illumination it so, would have been cool so so the question is yeah how how do they and i don't have this we can we'll find this out before the next show i'm sure someone will bring it up i'll talk to people well, what i'm what i want to do is i want to kind of challenge people the listeners out there to engage, engage on our Facebook page or through Instagram or whatever. What do you think about this? The, 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 the public art thing, you know, uh, even if you're completely against it, I'd like to hear your argument for that. Cause I, me personally, I like, uh, and I know tr- I'm hardcore team Travis and everybody knows that, but, mm-hmm. um, I had no idea that Travis was instrumental in the, um, the murals and the uh, the artwork that is part of the underpasses and overpasses in Tucson, and he was he was working down there for Public Works, getting those established. Right when my dad and I were driving back and forth after my grandfather passed away okay. in uh, two thousand two, 
So it was like, and when this was like an eight or nine month process, it seemed like every time we would go down there, where we go, we you know go there like twice a month. It seemed like every time we were going through, you know, through Tucson, because Gramps lived way, way south Tucson, so you had to drive all the way through Tucson through various interchanges, you know, whatnot. And um, it makes things look nice, bare concrete and steel. If you, if doesn't I mean, look good, I, it, yeah. it, it, it's not that it, it looks bad; it's just not pleasant. Well, what even looks a little bit nicer it, is the uh, is the uh, the overpass. When you're going to um, to Vegas into Henderson, n- n- no, oh. yes, but oh. no. If you're going to uh, to a Golden Valley, the one the, the bridge right there, the bridge overpass between here and Golden Valley, and you're coming back actually has a little bit of uh, of uh, architectural detail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just yeah. better than just a block of concrete. It just that looks a little bit nicer. That's nicer. yes, it costs a few dollars, and I can promise you there are people, Joe, that would to their dying day would go, that's bullshit. It's costing more money. It shouldn't be anything on there if it costs taxpayers and, more and, money, and that's fine that they have that opinion because this is America and you can have your opinion. However, the majority of people would go, would, would see that and go, Oh wow, that looks nice. And that, imp- that creates an impression on them. How about some of the beautiful architectural detail in the Hoover dam, the fucking badass shit they have with the Hoover dam. that looks really fantastic. Some of the art deco things that you see the statues and stuff and the, and, and, and the details in, in the backside of the dam that were done in the twenties, late twenties, whatever yeah. it was, early thirties. I mean, that people it, come all over the place and take photographs of that. They shit really do. And, I mean, and, and it, it means something. If you're going to create something that, that, that causes widespread ecological disaster and just, <laughs> you might as well make it yeah, you, you, you might as well please some of the. You shouldn't bring up. You should bring up the like the dam, the Colorado River damming system because I'm I'm on this kick of really fucking hating it. Okay, fine. I'm not Sorry, talking about that part. But of it. I understand what you're getting. I'm at. talking don't, about there was a huge amount of money that came fu- that came fu- from don't taxpayers. Don't get fucking pissy with me. It just came from taxpayer money, and I'm just saying that it, that those details. They took something that was meant to be solely utilitarian and actually made it pretty, and made it a bit of a tourist attraction. Partially for, for because people, of some of the because artwork, because of the, the artwork and the, and the architecture, it happened in the art. And I have a feeling that a lot of that didn't have to do that. That was not that was not originally in the plans. I I know that some of that stuff. Excuse me, the uh, Art Deco, mm-hmm. like a uh, little some of the big little statues, the, there, the, yeah. the winged statues. That was stuff. not in the original plans. That was stuff that you had these artisans, you had these guys that were uh, dyed in the wool, hard ass motherfuckers building the pouring concrete. And doing stuff, but they were artisans. They were, they were, they were, they they knew their shit. That Art Deco stuff, most of it wasn't in the original plans. Mm-hmm. That was added. That was it. Wasn't added later. It was added during the As process. They're, doing it, they're like, hey, let's As do something. Like, hey, yeah. so instead of just making this one block here, can we have uh, cascading, you know, blocks and whatnot? And, and so that I've always thought that was kind of cool. Personally, I would love to see the Hoover Dam just fucking collapse. Forget about same that. with Glen Canyon. But no, anyway, I'll do Glen Canyon first. Please, Glen Canyon first. And then Powell for Lake Powell. Oh, it'd be nice. I'd love to see Lake Powell drain real quickly, like in the over the course of like If we're going to get rid of one, we got to do Lake Powell because it came much later. Yeah, Glen Canyon Dam has not been financially uh, solvent in about 25 years, and it, uh, it's, it does nothing. It does nothing but cost the American taxpayers money. Yeah. It also flooded a whole bunch of uh, native lands that were sacred and all sorts of other awesome shit. So um, on the- Anyway, uh, God damn it. We're getting way away from that. Uh, I was going to- Go ahead. What? I was going to talk about more art and branding and that kind of stuff. I think we should take a break. Fine. Oh, did you guys hear that? No, I'm I'm good with fine. it. Fine. No, it's fine. Okay with no, it. it's no, fine. It's okay. No, it's okay. No, fine. I'm no, okay with fine. it. No, fine. I don't want. I don't want. Yeah, go fine. Go no, nothing's do, wrong. Do what you want to do? Nothing's wrong at all. Make yourself happy. 
<laughs> Make yourself happy. Fuck, I love that. Can you tell we've been in long-term relationships that w- where we were really unhappy? Yeah. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah. We should take a break, though. Whatever you want to do. Listen to some music. We'll be back. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Paul's always yelling at me. I have a question. We're talking about branding still again. I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Is Cottonwood branded, per se, branded? Not really. There you go. Not that I've known of. Is Cottonwood a cool town to go and hang out and drink and eat? Yep. There you go. Yep. This town does not need to be branded. Wow. All right. What this town needs. It doesn't need to be specifically branded. Nope. It needs to be... needs to be clean. Promoted and clean. It needs to be nice lighting. It needs to have clean... Sidewalks. It needs to have clean gutters, and anything that's painted out red or yellow for certain reasons for emergency vehicles needs to be painted nice, clean red and yellow paint. Needs to have things trimmed up. That's what it needs. And then people have already come into downtown, and they're already branding it. They're already doing. They're already branding it on their own, effectively. Not branding one brand. Yeah. It's becoming an amalgamation, you know. It's, Don't it's you a, have it's what was that, is that eclectic? So that that's sure, called? yeah, it could be. It's where you have a, a bunch of like how you decorate a house. You don't have a theme, right? But everything you have is nice. We've talked about this. Yeah, if as long as every piece or every business or every thing that goes on downtown is of quality, right? A decent quality. It doesn't really matter what it is. In it's my not opinion. shabby. It's not falling the fuck apart, you know. And, and it looks. Each one looks good. Blackbridge looks nice because the peop- farmhouse yes. looks looks nice. Right. You know? Floyd did a fantastic job doing their work. God. The cellar door still yes. looks fantastic. Yes. All that stuff looks good. Hail to the people that roll the dice, put the money up, and 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 it costs money. It's blood, sweat, and tears, and it, it takes years before you make back money. Even sometimes you even don't make any money, you know. But you still you do it because you want to do it because you're out of, out of passion and you and you want to be involved. And that kind of thing. So that's that's what it's all about. Now, people are afraid they're going, we're going to brand because this fucking lizard, this ten thousand dollar lizard. We're going to brand Kingman as he. Do we want to brand Kingman as the lizard town? I heard this from several. I'm going. What sm- the fuck are you talking it's about? A small piece it's of a art, piece. man. It's a thing. It's a thing. It really is. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. It's a it's a small piece of. It, it's not small, but it's it's small. It's insignificant. And again, you can move it when around, it like you said. You can lift it up, and you can yeah. put it. Up, you can put it in this park so the kids can climb on. Probably someone's gonna fuck it up and paint it or some kind of bullshit pretty quickly. That's gonna piss me off. Someone's gonna come in there and just take spray cans. I, I would love to catch somebody doing something like that, and then go and call you and go, "Hey, Paul, what am I gonna do about it?" Wake up the gimp like that. <laughs> you know who did it? <laughs> what now? We don't even know who did it. Did somebody paint something? No. If they painted, oh, if they did, you... no. If if you caught the person. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that would be total, really, really bad. But they also gave them the rights to, I think, to duplicate it if they wanted to. So which is cool. That's smart. I uh, that's which means that we're gonna have a bunch of you know. It's, and there are certain ways you can duplicate with certain molds and stuff like that. And you can you can make a big old silicone mold on top of the concrete and then pour. You can make foam lizards like the thing we did here. We, we can do all kinds of foam replication. I like the foam lizard. Yeah, you you can just make a, a ten a day out of that of a, of a mold. 
if you'd want to do that. But I'm not saying that would be the thing to do. But it's possible, and the sure. option is there. So that's cool. And, and uh, like you said, the branding. It's but we're not, not going to – people want to brand it. It already has 66. People drive on Cayman because of 66, and they're going to buy – a coffee mug and they're going to buy a license plate and they're going to buy a t-shirt. And, and like I said before, there's not too much you, more you can squeeze out of the Route 66 thing. Right. Uh, although, what, pe- although people still do want to keep making artwork, quote unquote, with 66 all over it. Which is fine. They can keep doing that. And there's a certain small market of people that they can sell that to. Yes. Um, like, I, I, like, I like how you said it doesn't need branding. It needs to be nicer. The, things need yes. to be polished. Yes. Spit polish, cleaned up, that kind of stuff, and that's part of the. Uh, yeah, we'll we have Barbara Sharon on here. At some Man, point we law. I think we, we're either gonna gain readership or we're gonna readership because nobody reads us. Listenership or we're gonna lose listeners on this one because it really is just us spouting off a bunch of local opinions. But it's true though; it needs to be stuff like this needs to be talked about. And I'd really, I don't know, I'd really like to have some sort of engagement from other people because you and I have our own opinions of aesthetics and how how things should look and it's kind of like you were talking about when we were uh, on break like there's people out there that just think hanging a route 66 sign or painting it on a mural or something like that 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 is good enough to brand and I, there's tons of towns all from chicago to la that do that yes there are so what would set us apart being clean yeah there you go let's how about we <laughs> I'm gonna clean up this town. <laughs> um, Just start by sweeping. There, there is, there is a, uh, um, there's been different attempts to organize and, and make a difference and clean things up and do different stuff. But it's gonna be. People panic about the ten thousand dollar lizard and its artwork and, and 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 whose place is it to you know should the government be involved in in art? And I don't, I don't really. People are gonna say no. They're hard nosed. This should not put any money in the arts whatsoever. I suppose you can at least somehow encourage it somehow. Oh, of course. And if people want to donate art, but then the city has to, if they accept it, you know, there's people going to get their noses bent out of joint. I understand that. I don't even care if it's a local artist or not to be, to be, if, if there are several pieces of art and I have to select one blindfolded, you know, or blind, double blind, who did what piece of right. art, I will personally pick the one that I think suits the best or that I like the best. I don't care if it came from Antarctica or not. I just, it, yeah, that to me, <laughs> I want to employ a local artist, but only if that fits the theme or if it's good. Uh, and then who says again, it's good? Who says it's good? Yeah, well, a group of, say, 10 people, they vote on it right? on certain criteria and if it's good or not. And then you have to have the will of the people, too. We're talking about these art in public places kind of stuff. You have to have the permission. I think the city, this city, our city, says that you can't have, uh, if it's a sign... Uh, you know, promoting your business, then that has there's certain sign. You can't have a sign like that painted, even though people have gone around that there's, regulation. Yeah, it's dumb. I mean, I, I understand the reason behind reasoning behind the regulation, but I, I still don't. I, I, I still don't understand that government uh, intrusion when it comes to things like if I own a business. I'm going to do everything I can to make that business prosper. I don't want to do things to make it to, to hurt the business. It's kind of like uh, the a lot a lot of food service regulation is just it's it's horseshit. 
you 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 keep a clean house because you don't want to one it's 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 gross and two you don't want to disrespect your patrons by feeding them terrible parasite you know ridden food okay fine same thing goes with painting your building if you put something gaudy and disgusting up there you're you're not going to attract people so well, why the, would you do why would you do that i don't know people do that like the smoke shop next door to the uh yeah, look what happened the to sirens. Them. Yeah, they, well, they got caught doing illegal shit. So. Yeah, but uh, it was a, a perfect. It was it was it was a perfect symbol of what kind of trash was running the place. But you're talking about regulations in the food industry and things like that. There are restaurants we know of that have really bad habits of not being as clean as we would like them to be if they were our own places, and they may still get shitty uh, ratings by the health department. But they still stay in business, right? You know, so, so because their product maybe overshadows it or something like that. Sure. So is that does that regulation need to be in place? In other words, if there's a bunch of cockroaches and who knows whatever kind of filth there is at at a, at a place, but the food's still awesome, but you don't know about the cockroaches, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's kind of like the like the the rule of thumb is is that if you want a good burrito or a good taco place, the dirtier the better. Sure. But nine times out of 10, you go in the kitchen, it's not dirty. It's everything else that's kind of dirty and grimy and whatnot. But the kitchen is usually in good shape. Right. But uh, I don't know. It's Again, it's all subjective. It's all a spectrum of things. But bottom line is, I think you're right. I think maybe just clean, cleaning. That's one of the biggest things you'll notice if you get the chance to go to to spend any time in, in Europe Europe. Socialist, you socialist. Right. And there are some some enclaves of this country that are this way as well. That the um that the all the signs are in decent shape. They're actually vertical. <laughs> you know, the signposts are <laughs> vertical, which makes a big difference. I, I cannot stand just crooked 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 signposts left, right, and center, everywhere. it just looks shitty. And, and sometimes you go into another little town or most European towns in Germany and Switzerland, it just, they've got just a little bit more pride <laughs> and, and, and it looks better. It just looks better. And we can't seem to pull that off. You know, it just doesn't seem to be the case. I think a lot of it comes to, and we've talked about this before, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that uh, we as a country are still young. Okay. I mean, Switzerland has had, you, you brought up Switzerland, and so I just, I, you know, they've had public elections where everyone can vote. Every single person can vote over, that's over the age of, I think it was 16, or if you uh, own land, because you can own land in Switzerland, like 14 or something. I read this somewhere. Since like 1366. 1366 AD. Okay. Do you know what was going on in the Americas in 1366 AD? Of course. The Aztecs and Native Americans. That was it. Yeah. There wasn't anybody that around here that was white. That was yeah. it. Um, I'm not sure but they, that, that makes us not have levels, for no, example. If we're in this <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I think we're still, I, st- I still think we're in that kind of rebellious teenager phase. Okay. As a country. What about Boulder City? That town's clean. It is clean. Yeah. That town has always been clean. Except for like the first four years it was in existence and it wasn't clean. When was building the Hoover Dam? When they were, no, no, the first couple of years, uh, maybe two years, uh, first couple of years when they were in existence. See, the reason why Boulder City is the way that it is 
with uh, no gambling and uh, public intoxication laws. And they're far more uh, conservative when it comes to vices than the rest of the state is because they needed those guys to go to, to not Hoover be drunk. and not be drunk, yeah. <laughs> not be drunk, not be hung over, not be, you know, spending all the time, all their money in the whorehouses and whatnot. So they regulated all that. They regulated the shit out of it. And that just kind of carries through today, which is why you see a bunch of old houses there that are taken care of. They're not dilapidated and falling apart. They revamped their downtown a, a while back. Um, you can still see pockets of kind of old kind of trashy, shitty stuff, but it's not dirty. No. And I'm, uh, it's a, it doesn't really take any money to, to sweep out in front of your area where your business is true. And if everybody did it, you know, it would be better. And that's why, like we've talked about, like, I love, I, I, that's a thing. One of the things like I, on occasion I'll be cruising, you know, early morning downtown and I'll see Blake in front of the brewery. Absolutely. Using the, I wish uh, everybody, I wish everybody was like Blake Schroeder out there Uh, cleaning up the front of their place. Me too. And behind because he does the same thing. Yep. Yeah, and that, that's the way it ought to be. And then I was probably mentioned this as well, but again, in Germany, every morning I'd walk to work or jog on the weekends. Every single day, without exception, the shopkeepers were out sleeping up the front of their, their business. Yeah. Every single day. And it, wasn't, it was never dirty. It's like, this is not dirty while they're sleeping. That's why it's clean, because no matter if it were five pieces of sand or grit or a couple cigarette butts, they were all gone every single day. And then when we were cleaning up the back alley there behind, because we're having this art kind of wall thing going on downtown, maybe, you know, you can you could just see when, when that was done. I was looking up the curb, going, "God, there's just it just shit everywhere." Well, it's windy. It's Kingman. I get it, but the areas that we cleaned up are still pretty fucking clean. And two weeks later, and then, yeah, it, less than two weeks, I'm sure. Right. I'm so sure. what I'm so what I'm saying is, you don't, it doesn't take hourly vigilance. You don't have to use every other day, once a week. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's part of the pride and the branding and that kind of stuff. But I do have a, a thought on, and I know you're tired, Joe. I can just tell you are you are running out of gas. Yeah, I ran out a few hours ago. I'm not yeah. feeling well. I, I yeah. think I'm sick. I think you might be. Catching something. Um, but there was a, uh, there's one activity that doesn't shine far and away above the rest in this town. But if, and I was thinking about this because I told you I kind of want to do a sculpture of some kind. Because I've kind of played around with that kind of stuff. Um, it's been a while. And I've had some semi-serious art classes. And I just haven't... I'm like a pure creative outlet. I mean, 100% pure creative outlet would be really something I would like to do. And I've got the space here to do it. But anyway. Um, you may have a hard time guessing it. But of any kind of business stuff or sports stuff or um, industry, history and this is kind of a far reach because it doesn't really shine way above, but I think that you'll agree once I say, not trying to brand this town, but what would be fitting if you were to have a sculpture of or murals of more of this kind of stuff. I'm going to give you a couple guesses. You're probably not going to guess. I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm Thank gonna, you. But Thanks for ahead. putting me on the spot. You know, just try to... Mountains. Uh, we talked about that. People Swirl want to put, cacti. People want to put, no. <laughs> this doesn't include vistas, mesas, fucking mountains, desert sunsets. We have that in nature. Airplanes? 100% all the time. No, not airplanes. Are you being serious now or not? N- not really. No, if you were to have a... Also, 
That's why it's hard because this town doesn't have an identity. This is why it's difficult. People want to brand this town and it does not have, and people say, let's make it have an identity. I don't think you can do that. Yeah, because there's too many micro identities. I guess too many smaller. So I don't think you can force it, but I, I, there is one thing that's been meth. I knew you were going to say meth. (laughs) (laughs) I hate doing that though. Like I hate that. I hate, I hate that. Uh, I hate doing meth. I, I really hate doing meth. Yeah, I've never hate done. Well, I've never hate done playing meth. the guessing game. Okay, I I really hate what, playing no, the guessing no, game. No, it's a it is hard because it's t- like if you were to say Boulder City, you'd say well Hoover Dam, right? Obviously. And they right. do, and their park they've got that big turbine wheel thing yeah, yeah, sitting there, yeah. and throughout the town there's a few dam references. That's obvious, no no brainer, you know that kind of stuff. So, um, well, this is kind of an up and coming thing. Maybe it's going to keep growing. But nothing else, no other sport in the sport area or activities. Outdoor activities and sporting. Narrow it down to that. Now you get a couple guesses. God, uh, disc golf. No. You've lost me, man. I'm sorry. Outdoor fucking bicycle shit. Oh, like a mountain bike kind of thing. That's that's growing here in this yeah, town. Yeah, no, it is. It, absolutely. It's growing. They're having the races. They're getting, getting identified, and, and there are more people getting involved with it. And... Our trails are kind of world known to a lot of people that are into it. And if that were branded, not by the city's responsibility, but if it were marketed a little bit more, it could be that could be more of what this city is recognized for. And therefore, I think, and there, uh, there's a local artist who did a couple, one or two bicycle sort of sculptures in town that were, one, one is not too far from the trailhead or going up the hill, I think. Mm-hmm. Up, uh, but I think if you had a really cool sculpture, that was had a lot of tension in it, had a lot of, I don't know, emotion, shall we say, tied to it, some kind of a skull or a mural that was kind of badass in that way. I think that would be kind of appropriate for this town, I think. I think you're right. I, I can't uh, think, it, it's it, not gonna be tennis it, or golf or disc golf <laughs> or or I mean seriously go through all the sporting things or the activities the mining the mining thing goes in and out it fails and then someone else buys it out yeah I, I trains I have been through it forever okay fine the airport's dead I, you know, I can't you know. believe somebody wants what it would want to actually try and market the mining thing when the mine has since I've lived here that mine has opened it was closed when I moved here. Open back up, closed, closed, open back, but but back and forth four or five times. So that I don't understand why anybody would ever want to do the mining thing. And what's starting to boom is the 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 more outdoor sports. Right. And people say the, that it's, it should be transportation. I mean, that's that's kind of a common theme, though, because people do say that because of Route 66 and the railroad and the airport during World War II. And so it should be a transportation theme. But those are things that don't, they don't do anything anymore. Yeah. I, I don't really feel that. Yeah. I don't really, and I don't do, I haven't done a lot of hardly any outdoor bicycle stuff, but I do know people that do in this town and they are rebuilding the trails out there and the rattlesnake, uh, rattler, rattler race. Good Lord. Now my, my brain's a blank, you know, but whatever the race that was in October. Yeah, it was a something rat, rattler. The rattler race. Rattler yeah. race, yeah. Which is the third annual one? Is that what that one was? Is that right? God, I think it might be the fifth. Fifth. fifth? I think it's the fifth. fifth yeah. yeah. Um with a fairly good, fairly good uh, turnout this year. And talking to Ed Mann a lot about it, he says, Yeah, this is a really good area. You got a lot of international people that come through and talk to him and he sets their bikes up. He also said that there's no bad season for riding a bike in this town. Yeah. 
even in the wintertime when it's getting cold and we think that we're, you know, shivering and, oh, God, it's windy and cold. Mountain bikers, they, they, the places that are super prime for mountain biking, it's rare that they have four seasons. It's actually, he told me it's rare that to have, it's rare to have two, two seasons or more than two seasons or even three seasons. It's crazy to even think about having four seasons where all four seasons all year long, you can go and go mountain biking. Most places you have to take the deep, dark, nasty part of the winter off. Yeah. And you really don't have to do that here because it doesn't get that cold. And we don't get that much moisture. The trail stayed that good. So I wouldn't really, again, it doesn't shine afar and above everything else, but it is a fairly decent sized activity that I think is growing. And we do have some recognition. I agree. Around the world with it. So are you going to do a bike sculpture? I don't know. I might. You should do a giant one. Might. I mean, huge. But problem is, if it's that huge, and and uh, um, I personally would not be into it that much. I wouldn't want to do it if it was shitty or dumb. But I also wouldn't want to do it if I didn't think it was going to be put somewhere that was decent. You know that that was that people could either look at it or see it or appreciate it. And I'm not going to set not going to sit here in the hangar. I'm not going to put it out in front of my house. You know, so you could just put it on government land, like just do it out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. See how long it lasts. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a cool idea. If you could find put it up on one of the mesas, if you had like a rusted, you know, like kind of patina where it where it where it uh, blends in with the with the you know the landscape. And that's the other choice you have to think out too about the size of it and what the medium is going to be, because obviously anything that's actually super heavy is going to be rather expensive to get there, you know. But if it's really lightweight, then it's got to be. It's got to be structurally sound. You know, it can't be. You don't want people just beating on it and chipping on it. And I don't know. You have to have a. You have to have an area too where hopefully it's going to be respected. And it's not going to be just fucked up. And you should just cover it in razor blades, yeah, or put uh, solar panels out and yeah. electrify it. But I don't know if I'm, I would do that or not. But I was just thinking about that. About eh, we're just talking about spending money, branding what downtown is, what it could be. I just think it's uh, yeah, cleaned up. Maybe throw some cool bicycle things around, and that'll be a start. And, you know, there's always going to be people that go, hey, well, who's who's going to pay for it? Right. Right. People people will donate. People people will pay. And it's if you if you have people, if you have folks that are willing to volunteer their time and energy. Right. Sky's the limit. Like it really is like there there's it's it's very. It's very possible. And there's even uh, pieces of art, public art that some says abstract modern stuff that. I don't appreciate some of it. I do, I guess, again, it's very subjective, but even if it's an activity you don't do or don't identify with, if it's done well, there are those that would say that like I'm, certain artists, we don't like certain musicians. You don't like, so I don't look at yeah. that person. I know they're talented just because I don't like them. Doesn't make them yeah. not talented. But you, you, yeah. can, you can objectively look at it and see it and go, I see that it was care. It's got some balance. It's got some artistic purpose to this thing. I, I get this, Emotion is trying to convey of what it's what's happening. It's got tension, you know, whatever it is. You can see that if you're into art a little bit, no matter what the piece is, no matter what the subject is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Well, that's all I got for tonight. Yeah, you're done, Joe. You were done a while back. Jesus Christ, man. I <laughs> fucking, I, I hit that wall about a half hour ago and like, oh God, I'm exhausted. Probably during our, our break talking about all this public art stuff. Part of the problem is, is that I didn't sleep for shit last night. 
I slept like four hours after everybody was finally gone from Thanksgiving. Yeah. But anyway, it's not like I did shit today. I'm not exhausted from all the hard work that I did today. It was really, it was a lot of hard work watching 10 episodes of Frasier and taking a two-hour nap. Awesome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> anyway. All right, folks. Think about it. Please hit hope us up. A, like, subscribe, listen. And hope tell us a, to fuck off, whatever. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving dinner to all you good people out there. Mm, yes. Plenty of shopping to do. Yes. Now, listen to the soothing sounds of Leonard Interior. 